0: This episode is brought to you by Living in the Light Co. Brooke started this as a passion project in 2019 while working full-time as a nurse. In 2020, she felt God was calling her to use it as a ministry and left nursing to pursue this full-time. All L-I-T-L Co. apparel is designed custom by Brooke. No items are purchased through mass sellers. All of the bows and scrunchies are wholesale through small U.S. businesses and are handmade. Their goal is to wholesale through more and more small businesses so that customers know where their items are sourced, who is making them, and ultimately can be reassured that when they spend money with them, it is going to wholesome families who are creating beautiful things to support themselves. And personally, my favorite part about them, their priority is to ensure that LITL Co. is 100% spiritually based and run, and they do not cave to culture. So, head over to their website, www.litlco.com, and use the code THOSEGIRLS to get 10% off of your purchase. Thanks. Can't relate to cancel culture, hookup culture, or victim culture? Well, neither could we. We created this platform for those other girls. Girls like us who want to give a different perspective from a Christian and conservative worldview. We talk about life, relationships, work, pop culture, and true crime from a Christian conservative perspective. Let's be those other girls that don't just talk about culture, but change culture and bring back traditional value. The views expressed on this podcast are our own and do not reflect our employers. Enjoy. Hello, everyone. You're listening to Those Are The Girls With Mallory and Friends. I'm Mallory. I'm Victoria. And I'm Abby. And we are changing culture and bringing back traditional values. So today we have a doozy. um, You guys are listening to this in Women's History Month. So why not do an episode on the quote-unquote ultimate girl boss we'll see by the end of the episode you can tell us whether you think she was girl bossing too close to the sun shout out to claudia from um the morning Toast. Morning toast. <laughs> or if she was just like a huge con artist like you guys will be able to know so if from that little snippet of what i just said you could probably guess we're talking about elizabeth holmes um this episode of true crime um is a little different We've gone over like people who are missing, people who have been, I think it's just missing. Um, but this time, we are going to talk about a white-collar crime that cost people thousands of dollars. So to them, it probably wasn't a white-collar crime. Um, I guess we'll just get started. Vic doesn't know too much about the story, but Abby and I have been doing research the past couple of weeks. So we're going to be telling her the story slash telling you the listener of the story. All right, Abby, take
1: it away. All right. So you guys know, I like to do a little background. Um, So Elizabeth Holmes was born on February 3rd, 1984, which I'm not going to lie. For some reason in my mind, I thought she was older, but I was like, she is really young.
0: (laughs) It's because she, I feel like she dresses so mature on purpose. We'll get to that. But she just comes Mm -hmm. off as older.
1: Yeah. Like older, wiser for sure. So she was born in Washington, DC to her father, Christian Rasmus Holmes, the fourth, and her mother, Noelle Ann, um, her father was the VP at Enron, and they had their whole scandal, we all know. Yeah,
0: um, um, I watched the documentary, to, or finished up a documentary today, my dad was came and sat and watched a little bit with me, and my dad was like, so who's her family? And I said, the some, something of Enron, my dad was like, well, they should have known right there, if you guys already know the story of Enron. <laughs> mm-hmm.
1: Yeah, if not, I mean, Google it, it's it's crazy. Yeah. But, and her mom worked uh, as a congressional committee staffer. So already, like kind of off the bat, she's born into this like high power, important family Mm -hmm. is what I noticed. I think that probably put a lot of pressure on her from a young age.
0: And I was listening to a podcast and she's part of the, her family has old money because they were, I wrote it down somewhere. Give me two seconds, you guys. Her family, they were part of um, one of those, like, okay, sorry, sorry. Uh, they were Rossenberg's Roth- I believe. Was it Rossenberg's They were, um, they were, is, I literally was just, Fleischmanns. They were Fleischmanns. Fleischmann, yes. Fleischmann, yeah. Oh, I hope, I'm probably not saying it right, but they created- the yeast, they, like, back when yeast was super important, her family was, but they sold the family, so they're not as rich, but they still, you know, had that lifestyle, so you're right, that pressure definitely probably followed her throughout her entire life.
1: Yeah, and I mean, she was incredibly intelligent. She, yeah, um, on, let me find where it was oh yeah so she attended Stanford University starting in 2002 which we all know is like an amazing school really hard to get into so that yeah. just speaks volumes to her intelligence but uh she decided college wasn't for her and she ended up dropping out in 2004 and used her tuition money as seed funding for a consumer healthcare technology company which oh, kind of sounds oh, like oh, a word salad but basically she wanted to make a healthcare product. So that's what her money was going to. So kind of sort of good, well, not kind of sort of definitely good intentions. Started off
0: good. absolutely.
1: Yeah, for sure. Um, she was very like entrepreneurial, like anyone you hear talk about her will say. She was like very much a go-getter, like super into kind of having her own company, being this girl boss, like Mallory mm-hmm. said.
2: Mm-hmm.
1: Um, and so basically what she wanted to do was she wanted to create this product that you could take a small amount of blood and get like a huge amount of data from it so she wanted her product to accomplish this goal essentially because she always talked about her fear of needles and this kind of stuff and she wanted to make this process easier for people So she like invented this product that was going to basically you could just prick your finger, Mm -hmm. get a couple drops of blood, and it could tell you all of this stuff about your health.
0: Yeah. And you Um, wouldn't have to keep getting vials like um Victoria, like Sebastian, uh, wouldn't have, you know, how he gets (laughs) with blood. Uh, in this invention of Elizabeth, you
1: wouldn't have to go through that. Exactly. It sounds great, right? so oh, yeah almost too good to be sure true exactly well it, this project of hers was sort of like frowned upon from the beginning because she like pitched this idea to a bunch of people was told by several medical professionals that what she wanted to accomplish essentially was not possible yeah uh but she you know kept on keeping on and eventually she got the dean of Stanford School of Engineering, which is the school that she dropped out of to back her idea. So this is kind of where it all starts.
0: And really quick, I want to add, so she kept pushing, kept pushing, Mm -hmm. even though everybody was telling her no. And that is where, to me, that's where I put her in the like good, quote unquote, good column. Cause it's like, yeah, you believe in your product, you keep going. You don't let anyone stop you. But then at the same time, it's like, This is a medical thing, and you know, medical professionals telling you know, if engineers are telling you maybe you should not. So that's where it hurt It's it's a weird position for her to be. That's where it's sketchy. Yeah, that's where it's sketchy. Like there's lines that keeps getting uh hopped and tap danced and hopscotched over.
1: I agree. And I thought about that when I was reading through this stuff, I was kind of like, this is weird that she's super passionate about this kind of healthcare product, but she comes from like more of an engineering background, but she never finished her degree. So it's more just kind of her entrepreneurial nature that. Yeah. So passionate about this thing. So I just, yeah, yeah, I found all of that really interesting. Um, She, it says too that she was a huge admirer of Steve jobs. Mm -hmm. who has a very similar story he also dropped out of Stanford before he started Apple and we all know how wildly successful Apple is so
0: as we sit with our Apple phones and figure on
1: Apple computer like (laughs) I am I know So, I mean (laughs) it can turn out two very different ways let me tell you yeah (laughs) Um, she even wore like the same kind of turtleneck and jeans Mm -hmm. that he wore that was very much her like iconic look so and it's just, it's just interesting to
0: note that these things. I think is so weird to me. Like you're changing your personal style to fit someone that that's just strange to me. Cause I just, I've never been the type. like I like bright colors. I like to have my own style. So the idea of like, well, if I change my style, I don't know. That's just, that was weird. I mean. Yeah. And the other thing you're going to talk about is weird too, but we'll get
1: to that in a second. No, I agree. It's like, uh, pretty much a lot of people who talked about her said she was very much trying to lean into this, like, well, you know, being an entrepreneur, it's a man's game, you know? So I got to like make myself more masculine basically. So she changed her style. She dressed like Steve Jobs. She, you know, talked differently. She, everyone says she had this deep, deep voice. It's very recognizable. You guys should all like look it up. Yeah. You should look it up hear her talk, you will be like, oh my gosh, that's her voice. But <laughs> my, the funny my thing is-
0: like, Oh, sorry. Go ahead.
1: No, old professors have said, like, I don't know where the voice came from. She never talks like that when I taught yeah. her. So people are saying it's fake. Like, does anybody really know for sure? Maybe not, but- It's definitely fake. It. it has to be fake.
0: It doesn't sound real. And my mom walked in while I was watching. She was like, is she okay? What's wrong with her voice? And I was like, oh, it's a whole thing. Like, I'll, I'll explain to you later. It's, it's just that- so- Everybody look it up. It sounds so fake. Yeah,
1: yeah. It's it's a little crazy. I mean, there's a lot of crazy things about this story. Oh yeah, that's there's fun. so
0: much crazy. Yeah,
1: that's oh, just, yeah. these are just the first two. Like it gets crazier after yeah.
0: those
1: are. For real. So she kind of got the ball rolling when she got this uh, old professor of hers to invest in. She, oh, I forgot. She called it Theranos, which is a combination of the word Therapy and diagnosis, which I did not know. Oh, I did not know that either. Okay. I think those are like interesting choices for words, just considering what the product actually was supposed to do. So yeah. <laughs> I don't know, but it's I, I don't know. I think the entrepreneurial world is kind of full of these like buzzword type of things. Mm-hmm. You want yours to sound creative and smart, and yeah, that's she was coming yeah. from. But <laughs> um, so yeah, she started to expand. She raised six million dollars by 2004 of December um by the end of 2010 she had more than 92 million in venture capital so this is like a huge Mm. huge expensive company this is not like small potatoes at all every time I hear these numbers I'm like and at the end of every it hurts me at the end of every episode i'm begging
0: please donate to us And she has 92 million dollars without even a real product like also we have to mention nothing's been done yet she people are just doing this because they're taking her word for it she hasn't shown any product she Mm -hmm. hasn't done a full-blown scale this is they're just literally taking her word for it and they're giving her all of this money she hasn't even produced a podcast y'all
1: I know. It's insane. She's smart, she's persuasive, and people bought into it, literally.
0: Yeah, literally. Um,
1: It's it's noted she operated the company in, like, stealth mode, so there was not a lot of, like, coverage or press releases or anything about that until... September 2013, which is when she announced a partnership with Walgreens, which Walgreens is a massive company to just that take on this product. That is
0: crazy. That was crazy. My dad was like, wow, how did she even pull that mm-hmm. off? That is, I mean, Walgreens. Yeah. We all, we all go to Walgreens. I like writing oh, yeah. out better, but you know, mm-hmm. same thing.
1: <laughs> I agree, but yeah whole different story (laughs) um so her media attention increased in 2014 when she appeared in fortune and Forbes basically pitching this idea um and then that's I mean it it was so quick that all of this went south too like this is pretty much the build-up her partnership with Walgreens was sort of her like big break and then that's when it all kind of fell apart Mm. so um she, she established a couple of other kind of like agreements with other places, but basically this is like kind of when the downfall started. Um, so a reporter from the Wall Street Journal uh, initiated a secret like super long investigation of Theranos because he received a tip from a medical expert, probably someone from early on down the road, telling her like, what you want to accomplish is not possible yeah that the device was not all it was cracked up to be yeah. so he started an investigation and talked to a bunch of people ex-employees whistleblowers all of this stuff and he like quietly started putting together a story the really quick to cut you off uh, not to cut you off but the documentary watching
0: hbo max everybody i highly recommend i'll link it in the description did you see that one abby I watched
1: bits and pieces of it. I didn't watch the whole thing though.
0: Okay. They talked about this girl that works in the lab and she was, uh, there was a car sitting in their parking lot all day. And at the end, they came up to her and they had a letter basically saying that like, if you don't help us, you can be liable for the things that are going on in this company. And they had her address that she was staying in, which was a temporary home because she wasn't from that area. So they even had her like temporary address, whoever the people were. I I think it was established just like someone, other whistleblowers or other people who had uh, more knowledge had told like government officials and they were like saying, okay, like if you're in there doing this, you can be liable for some of the things that were going on it it got crazy because people were it could hurt people. Like that's well anyway, we'll keep going.
1: Yeah, no. I mean, it's it's crazy the ways that they like manipulated. Not not I mean, yeah, sort of manipulated people into like giving them information and stuff that yeah. really led to the downfall of this company. Yeah. But so yeah, what happened was this this guy published this kind of like bombshell article uh kind of basically claiming that the device gave inaccurate results and that the company had been using commercially available machines, like basically outsourcing. Like they would take Mm -hmm. the blood samples, use the machine, but actually outsource it, which basically resulted in not the super quick results that were promised by this device because the device wasn't actually the thing that was performing the tests. It was they were outsourcing
0: it and they couldn't get it working that's why they had to outsource it because they couldn't figure out how to get it to actually work
1: it was a backup plan essentially yeah 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 so basically yeah this article got published elizabeth holmes denied everything basically called it like tabloid news or whatever Mm -hmm. um but this sort of like opened people's eyes a little bit they were kind of like "Hmm, okay interesting um they you know, had inspections done, which uncovered more irregularities, uh, in the products, basically kind of the same stuff that it wasn't working as it was promised.
0: Oh, and we forgot to say another thing. Go for it. Some of the, um, people who backed her were like Henry Kissinger, you guys, yes. she Important visited people. the white house with Obama. She was in a picture with like Amy Schumer and, um, other like celebrity type things like she had all of this like she seemed very credible because I mean Henry Kissinger was on her feet on her uh, list and a bunch of other like really wealthy I can't remember no other name I, I remember like stuck out that we would all know um like we're backing her so people were just like okay well yeah I mean if is backing her let's I guess we'll keep going and but like Abby was saying once all this information started coming out people started leaving, like, Henry Kissinger got off the board, other people started moving off the board, because they're like, okay, now this is getting fishy.
1: Right, I mean, it was, it got to a point where they did these investigations, and, like, the allegations became really hard to deny. Yeah. Basically, it was sort of, like, a smoking gun evidence type of thing. It was, like, there's no explanation for this stuff that is reasonable for you to say, like, oh, here's why this is happening, because it basically just exposed the fact that every, all of this was fake, um so elizabeth holmes then uh in 2016 went on the today show and said she was quote devastated we did not catch and fix these issues faster basically she kind of admitted like okay yeah i understand there are these issues but she was saying she didn't know about it
0: Hmm.
1: deny 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 i know um so in July 2016, uh, Elizabeth Holmes was banned from owning, operating, or directing a blood testing service for a period of two years because of these lies, essentially, that she was telling. Um, Walgreens ended their relationship with Theranos, and uh, it was kind of just, yeah, it was bad for her. Um, in That's 20- when everything
0: th- really came down. Like, it yeah.
1: was like the walls
0: were crumbling in her castle.
1: Yeah, pretty much. Um, So in 2017, the state of Arizona filed suit against Theranos, alleging that the company had sold 1.5 million blood tests to Arizonans while concealing or misrepresenting important facts about those tests, which is a pretty hefty allegation, considering 1.5 million blood tests is a lot of tests. Yeah, and that's 1.5
0: million people. That's Mm
1: -hmm. so scary.
0: It is. That is like... I guess right now we can kind of talk about some of the um problems that they had so Mm -hmm. some of them were so like uh abby said sometimes Mm -hmm. they would submit it like you would send it to theranos but then they send it to a third party so then it wouldn't come back quick Mm -hmm. sometimes they would give you inaccurate readings where um they would just kind of The machine wasn't working or they were just kind of like uh all right let's just give them this um and a lady in the documentary i watched she said that um she and her kids used their nose and then didn't come back or like it came back and it was like okay interesting so then she um had like she went and used someone else and the results were completely different Mm -hmm. so at this point you know her lies. Her continuing to do this is literally messing with people's lives. There was even an instance where um, it said a uh, test came back saying that this pregnant lady had—I um, oh, can't remember the exact thing—but she had an issue that she would need to get t- uh, taken care of because she was pregnant, and it was this big thing, and she almost like had to uh, ha- be induced. And then they did another test not their nose and it turns out she was fine so it's literally like they could have she could have risked you know losing her child because they were going to induce her so she, were they mixing up like tests or is just like faking them it's not what they were faking them they never straight up at least i didn't hear that straight up said that like they were faking them they just said that the results were coming back wrong so what i'm guessing is they might have been half doing stuff because in the documentary too they were saying that like um they would do um they had a certain amount of time to do these tests and sometimes like the vials were so tiny they'd fall on the ground and then you Mm. might not even realize it was on the ground you could like step on it and mess it up so that you're like trying to clean it but then this isn't even it's like against health regulations and they said like sometimes you would put your hand in this machine and there was needles and the machine wouldn't recognize it so you might get nicked so your blood might get mixed in with the people who you're working Mm. with blood so it had all of these issues and at this point like this is where you're literally messing with people's lives. Like you're, you could actually hurt someone. That's the thing with like healthcare, like having healthcare dreams and whatnot are really great. Like 10 out of 10 recommends or like anything that you want to actually help people like physically with like health wise is great, but you have to make sure like you don't want to do more harm than good. Um, Have you guys heard that story it was a podcast called the missionary about this lady that was in africa and she said she was a doctor but she really wasn't and she had a whole like hospital pretty much and it turned out she's like killing kids but she wasn't doing it on purpose but she was trying to help people anyway that's what this reminded me of it's called the missionary Mm -hmm. everybody should look wow
1: that's yeah
0: that's what it reminded me of because like you know good intentions, but you're hurting people.
1: <laughs> yeah, yeah, no kidding. I mean, yeah, like you said kind of at the beginning Mallory, I I don't know. I think it's easy to paint Elizabeth Holmes as this like terrible like predator who was like out to defraud all these people, but when you like really sit down and think about it, like I don't know that I think that was the case. I think she truly right. did believe in her entrepreneurial spirit and like she really wanted to make this idea she had work and she just kind of had these blind spots as to what was actually happening
2: well maybe she was like so worried she's like these people put so much money and time and invested so much into me like I can't let them down so Mm -hmm. I'm just going to fake it until we figure it out
1: I think that was a big piece of it too
0: And that, yeah, and that's where I, like, at the beginning, so I listen to a lot of stuff on this. There's, like, two, I didn't complete the podcast, but there's two complete podcasts that go into, like, way more detail than we did. Like, there's one that kind of does, like, a dramatization of everything about when it all started crashing down, Um, but after listening to all that my opinion kind of changed because like you said at first I listened I watched like a video on YouTube years ago this is kind of it's not she just recently went to jail um Mm -hmm. spoiler alert spoiler alert sorry (laughs) she just recently went to jail but her tail or whatever has been old and I remember watching the video years ago and just being like wow this lady's so evil she's a She's just a swindler. I can't believe it. She almost hurt people. But, like, learning a little bit more about, like, what she was trying to do. And, like, even though these things are so terrible. Like, that, I think that's just something that we we tend to, like, if you have a vision and a dream, you kind of have your blinders on and just going straight. But when you are helping other people, you got to be on top of it. So, the things that she was doing were so terrible. But at the same time, it's also, like, she was working, like, really she was trying hard it's just but then I also think about well you can continue the story because I'll, I'll say this at the end
1: yeah totally I mean so I, I brought up these lawsuits she managed to settle most of them um but basically she ended up getting charged by the U.S. attorney's office in the northern district of California um following what actually
2: did she do that was illegal like just is it fraud was that what it was
1: she, yeah, basically, they're claiming she defrauded a bunch of investors for okay. products that didn't work.
0: <laughs> and like the problem is, she was going around telling people, taking people's money for this product, but it didn't work. And mm-hmm. even though I don't know if you guys have seen the Anna Delvey uh, show on Netflix, it's pretty much the exact same thing. It's the idea, crazy. <clears throat> sorry no allergies <laughs> the idea is you just keep asking money keep trying to get money and then eventually it'll work out and it's like you mm-hmm. can't do that like that's just especially you can't mess with people's money like you nope,
1: just can't your lives will catch up with you eventually <laughs>
2: yeah. can I ask though like yes like I fully agree like never defraud anyone like with money but isn't it in
0: part the investor's fault for not
2: absolutely
0: like work yeah due diligence yeah 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 like it's they should have done their due diligence I think also too because this is the same thing with Anna Delvey which we'll have to cover one day
1: oh absolutely Um, I'm fascinated by that story
0: (laughs) so fascinating I follow her on Instagram now because I just how is she still on i have it's no idea she's, apparently, knows. she's in ice custody how mm-hmm. is she on instagram no idea, no idea. Uh, and there's actually her like she'll post anyway that's beside the point um so people like anna people like billy mcfarland who mm-hmm. cross paths with anna which i think is just the craziest thing too anyway um those people i think they just have something about them that people just trust and for whatever reason people let down their guards but i, I hope getting these stories out will have people want to be a little bit more cautious. Like I still think we should invest. I think it's important (laughs) invest in podcasts that are turning into bigger brands. Um, But I do think we should invest in businesses and people, but you just have to do your due diligence. You can't just take people's word for it. And I think that it is partially the investor's fault. They should have asked for papers, asked for, I don't know, Profit Lines, Ask for a tour, a tour of the products. Um, in the documentary, someone who, I can't remember if he was investing, he was doing something with the company, and he actually went to Walgreens, and they stuck a needle in him. He's like, what are you doing? And they're like, we need to use a needle because of the type of test you're getting or something like that. And he's like, but that completely defeats the purpose of this product. So that's when he knew, like, okay, this is a fraud. Right. And everybody yeah. should have done that. <laughs>
1: Yeah, for real. I mean, definitely ask the right questions, you know, figure out what exactly it is that you're like giving money to, because nobody wants to be on the other end of something like this. No. Um. So do you, Mallory, want to go into a little bit about the relationship between uh, the president of the company, Ramesh Sunny Balwani and Elizabeth Holmes? Sure,
0: I can talk about that because I have right, cool. tons of thoughts okay you guys so um started off it was just kind of a solo her she was going out getting other employees she was building this company well she ran into this guy Sunny, and Sunny kind of like I can't tell if he took over or if they were working together I still am not sure with all they, the- they won't really
1: admit to anything so it's like I right. to actually know what happened
0: because they also like So, oh, also, well, yeah, I'll say that in a second. But um, it's either they were in it together and they both were defrauding or he was the one that was manipulating her. When she went to court, she said that he was manipulating her. That was her defense. Um, Mm -hmm. She used the uh, Spengali defense, Mm -hmm. which is basically saying that you were manipulated into doing what you were doing. So her relationship with this guy you guys they were sleeping together they were sleeping together which it is what it is but i think that's so to me that's very sketch and if you look and you know i'm pro um older men i am okay i when i had a how so old years, was he how can you look up how old exactly he was yeah but in really the fast. documentary he looked like he could be her father I could be exaggerating, but he looks way old. Like when they showed how no, you're looked-
1: you're not exaggerating. Um let's see. He was born June 13th 1965. She oh, was 1984. God. So yeah. And like I once again he's nine, like 19 19 years older than her. Yeah, so
0: he that's I mean that's
1: not too too bad. That's not too too bad. Like he's def- super anti huge age gaps. Like <laughs> see, Well, I-, I mean there's
0: been worse. Like, oh, I'm absolutely. not anti, I'm not anti-age gap. Like, at one point, I had my dating apps to 45. I'm not anti-age gap. I just think that it's a power dynamic. Like, it's just inappropriate, I think. Like, he is so yeah. much older, has so much more experience. than Because she started when she was 19. Oh, mm-hmm. wow, that's crazy. They're 19 years apart. And so she started the business. Like, she dropped out of Sanford and started at 19. She was a kid I'm not saying she
1: was sweet and innocent she could she could have been but that's not the vibe that she I mean was. yeah people tend to be pretty naive at that age and they're right. easy to manipulate and I mean it's a, a 19 year age gap between somebody in their 40s and somebody in their 60s like that's very different than like a 19 right. year old and somebody who's 19 years older than her like in their right. late, late 40s like right right so. so that's
0: that was their relationship so when she went um so where the like discrepancy comes is people just don't know if they were in it together or if he was manipulating her. In uh, the court, she said that he was the one who was telling her, keep telling these people, keep telling these people. And some days I, I agree that could have been possible because I mean, when you think about it, even though he was charged, uh, I guess he was also charged because his name was on everything, but he wasn't the face of it. Because I'm telling you, when they showed him on the documentary, that is not who I was picturing. I was, I saw, I was, and I'm not trying to say he's like this hideous man. He's just way older. To me, he looks older than born in 1965.
1: It's just like, an, it's, an odd match. Like, it's yeah. It's
0: an odd match. I think it's, come it comes out very inappropriate. Yeah. In well, mind.
1: I mean. I think I have even more of a problem too, with the sort of like mixing business and pleasure, like the fact that we are involved in business together and it turned into this kind of sketchy thing that for me is like an even bigger deal than the age gap or any of that kind of stuff. Like that just is super inappropriate.
0: Yeah. That was the next thing I was going to say. I don't think it's definitely not appropriate to mix business and pleasure that way, especially when you're these two people together. Mm -hmm. Um, so he was known for being very a stickler, he was known for being very strict, he was um, keyboard watching, so someone said that, like, they would email, so, like, let's say that Victoria and Abby were emailing each other, and then all of a sudden, I emailed them, and I wasn't CC'd on it, but I knew that you guys had emailed each other, so, like, they were reading their emails um, and that was a culture that he created. He created that culture. He wanted it to be like, he watched everything they did. You had to sign affidavit or um, not affidavit. You had to sign uh, non-disclosure. Mm-hmm. You had to um, sign a contract saying you wouldn't talk bad about the business. You had to key code into everything. They had to know where you were at all times when you were actually on the site. He created this like, a kingdom maybe like this whole like i'm watching you kingdom's not the right word but created this like culture environment environment Created this environment where people were kind of like afraid to even speak up and you couldn't say anything bad about it like you couldn't like you and victoria if you guys were like okay now you're being a tyrant you wouldn't be able to talk to each other about it because i would be able to read your emails so that was more of him so that's when i heard that that's when i was like okay maybe he did manipulate Elizabeth maybe he did kind of do that to her but my whole thing is like it's her business like it's her idea and I just know with me like back to the those of the girls example I just can't see myself being manipulated like it was something I started I can't see myself being manipulated by someone coming into my thing I'm sure it's possible and he were they a, together before no they, they met, met because the of darkness.
1: the business mm-hmm,
0: mm-hmm sketch
1: yeah sketch. yeah absolutely
0: and at the trial that she was pregnant that's why they kept pushing her trial back
1: she yeah pregnant. which is another crazy thing because she's like with someone else now
0: okay so she is with someone else okay mm-hmm. i wasn't sure who she was with that's interesting
1: who's like oh. much younger than her who's younger than her oh that's younger than, oh i got i'm gonna have to look it up but yeah yeah he's, yeah. he's like he's like in his 20s like oh wow
0: he's like yeah. our age oh wow yeah
1: probably I mean I've, wow. I've read about it somewhere I'm gonna have to look it up but yeah it's so I'm like wow is this just like a crazy pendulum swing from like one extreme to the other or like what is going on with the psyche here? It
0: that's fascinating and mm-hmm. a, a podcast I was listening to the people that used to work there they think she did that on purpose mm-hmm. to make her seem more sympathetic to the jury
1: Honestly, I, she could got pregnant on I, I could totally see that happening. Yeah. They
0: mm-hmm. think she got pregnant on purpose so that when she's in the, there, they're mm-hmm. like, oh, she's pregnant. She's a mom. But in that same podcast, the psychologist said mm-hmm. that actually it'll be 50, 50. Some people might have sympathy because like, oh, you're a mom. Oh, we got to help. You. And then other people might be like, wow, you knew you were facing this type of thing and you got pregnant anyway. What a jerk. So it's mm-hmm. literally 50, 50 isn't that interesting it's this whole she's so fascinating she definitely has crazy eyes I mean that's if you look at her she has the crazy eyes um and
1: she's oh I'm I'm so fascinated by her because she is this like cute blonde girl who's got these big eyes and she like just acts all intense and like masculine because I mean like people had said she like wanted to lean into this kind of like male entrepreneurial yeah. universe like and I hate
0: that I hate that I, I think do too. we as women we should be proud of our femininity proud of mm-hmm. our curves. I also noticed she had really this is going to sound really weird but since we were talking about her appearance she had really nice lips like I think that like yeah. not to be weird but I noticed she had nice lips and I think that's interesting because she always had on lipstick as well hmm even though she's trying to lean into this masculine thing, she always Mm -hmm. made, like her lips always were lipsticked. I think that's just so, like her whole thing and the black turtlenecks. And she said in an interview, she was like, yeah, I only really wear this black turtleneck. I don't really have anything else. I only get four hours of sleep. I wake up and I drink cucumber water and it's like, ooh, sis, that's not good.
1: Yeah. Not good. Oh gosh, that's so crazy. Yeah, okay, sorry. I just looked up her husband now oh they're married wow um, I get yeah I think I think people were kind of like are they married aren't they because they did sort of like a secret ceremony or whatever uh but okay. he's 27 he's 27 that's my age that's
0: crazy I'm gonna have to like look him up that's mm-hmm. crazy well you know I was thinking who's gonna have the baby because or take care of well I know who's gonna have the baby but who's gonna take care of the baby yeah. um because it like,
2: have to be him
1: yeah so, especially yeah. since they're married hmm He's, well, I was also he's like thinking Rich though, I read somewhere. He's like loaded.
0: So, and okay, so I want to talk about that aspect too. So, when we talk, for example, Anna V's, the Billy McFarlane's, all um, the home of the world, they're all connected to rich people, even mm-hmm. if they're not rich themselves somehow. Because that's what I've noticed. Once you, there's like this huge barrier. I mean, it's probably, it's like this big. Once you get through that barrier into where all the rich people are, as long as you're charismatic, I feel like you can, like, that's that. Like, you got you yeah. get the money.
1: That's the vibe of it. Half, half the battle is breaking into that universe.
0: Yeah. Ha- like, sometimes I'm like, I want to do that. But then other times I'm like, the other problem, I think, and, you know, I could be completely wrong. If you are part of this circle, please correct me if I'm wrong. From the outside looking in, it does seem like you have to almost do and be things that you aren't and I really don't like that like I don't I'm already sometimes like on social media when I'm like kind of tired and I kind of don't want to do it I cannot imagine having to like go to a bunch of dinners and talk to people that I don't really like like for the most part I like if I don't I get along with pretty much everybody but obviously there's going to be one or two people who I, I don't really get along with so I just don't I'm just not a fake person, so I just don't really like, spend time with them, <laughs> so, and I feel like if you're in those circles, yeah. you have to do that, so then I'm like, oh, I don't know if I, like, that just kind of, that feels yeah. icky, like, I don't like that. Yeah, Isn't for that me. politics, I- though? <laughs> <laughs> uh, well, <clears throat> you see, um, uh, that kind of is, Um, but a person, Vic and I, that we probably both are not the biggest fan of, I don't spend a lot of time with that person, I just it's just, I mean, I guess I could, maybe I should, because that person could probably help, but I just don't like that. Like, I just, I don't know. That is politics
1: though. Yeah. It's, it's hard though, to kind of get yourself to, I don't, at least for me, I don't like to be around people that I feel like I have to impress. It's like yeah. I don't want Oh, to be that too. on all the time. I don't want to have to be like, oh, is this person happy? Does this person like me? Am I saying the right things? Like, no, I just want to like be myself and be around people who allow me to do that, you know?
0: Yeah. And that and you know, Vic, bringing that up is such a good point, especially like in this, you know, world that I'm trying to even build those are the girls. Like, it's so it's already exhausting doing like, having to be on all the time. For the most part, I like everybody I'm ever around. Like, it's not like I don't... Like, some people might annoy me here and there, but for, I like everybody I'm ever around. But, you know, having to be on all the time would be, like, so exhausting. Mm-hmm. But that is kind of what you have to do sometimes. But I just... I feel like with Rich... I don't know. Like, some of the people I'm on with, I do kind of feel like if they turned out they didn't really like me that much I wouldn't care as much like I'd be right. disappointed but I think I'd move on but I feel like if like a millionaire I- I've never really been around a millionaire as an adult at least and like if a millionaire was like cool with me then not cool with me I don't know I feel like maybe I'd feel differently I don't know I don't know I- I'm not really around like super filthy rich people I think that can it's, help the
1: podcast <laughs> with this stuff it's important to take it to prayer, honestly. Like if you, you know, sketch about someone, if you just kind of like have a conversation with God about that, I think he'll probably like lead you to the right answer. If you're supposed to be involved with them, you know, do, do what you have to do. If you're not, then like, he'll make that clear to you and you can kind of make your decision that way. Absolutely. Another thing that I think where
0: Elizabeth and Sonny messed up is they didn't have accountability. I think that having, I think they did have like a board, but it was just like a board on paper. Mm-hmm. I think, for example, like for those of the girls, like Vic is kind of my accountability. I mean, there's been one or two times I've kind of done stuff and just didn't really tell her. But a lot well, of times. For the most part. Like, yeah. I'm a like, lot of times. I'll I will trust my, you. Yeah. And I'll run ideas by her and she'll be like, that's such a good idea. Or you know what? That's probably, <laughs> that's not good. Let's
2: try this instead. <laughs>
1: Yeah. And yeah. then I thought that sounding board, like Yeah.
0: Yeah. And you need someone who's gonna tell you because like there's been times I've said stuff and I've been like, let's do X, Y, and Z. And Vic's been like, ah, I don't think that'll be a good idea. And you mm-hmm. need someone who's gonna say that to you because oh. the reality is when you're building something, you especially if you're trying to
2: blinders on I feel yeah
0: yeah oh I and also too I could relate a little bit to a lot of bit I'm not gonna lie to her in the sense of like sometimes you just dream big and sometimes you just like you know you're going to be successful and you you just know it you know it and it doesn't really matter what anyone else says it doesn't really matter how anyone else says it but you just know it so you kind of just go forward and like sometimes I do think is she just who a lot of entrepreneurs are, but we've been told no, and we just stopped. You know, I think about that. Like, was that could that have been me? Could I have done that if I just kept going, kept going, kept going? People kept giving me money and, money and trying and money.
2: to prove that you should you keep, could, keep
0: going. Yeah, yeah. Could that have been me? I don't
1: yeah. know. Again, I think a lot of that can be resolved in prayer. Like, yeah, (laughs) Yeah. these doubts and, you know, you really want the truth and the answers that you need, take it to prayer. You know, God's not going to fail you. He's not going to forsake you. He'll tell you what you need to hear.
0: And I think that's why it's so important as Christians that God is involved in your business. Like, that's why it's so important to, like, one thing I try to always pray whenever I am praying about those are the girls I keep bringing up those other girls, y'all. I'm sorry. This is how I relate to things is like bringing it into my life. Um, But how I always pray is like, God, just have it touch whoever it's supposed to touch, however it's supposed to go, you be in control. Because if you start going, I think that's the other thing too. They like lack integrity. And if you start going and doing things your own way, you'll just start making compromises here, making compromises there, making compromises everywhere, pretty much. Um, and I think that's what happened with them I don't I feel like Elizabeth is definitely not a Christian I could be wrong
1: I could be wrong I, I didn't did. read anywhere that she is yeah um, I mean, maybe I I mean it's never too late she's right right it or she could have at some point and just not really like made it public but
0: yeah and there's so always it, good there's prison ministries too but anyway yeah. what were you
2: saying? But, is she in prison now mm-hmm. yes
1: yeah so and when did uh, that happen I will so basically yeah her trial happened pretty recently. It started on August 31st, 2021, because it was delayed because of COVID and her pregnancy, like we talked about. Um, and basically, yeah, something unique about her trial was she testified in her own defense, which is extremely uncommon in criminal trials. But which basically what? sorry, what was that? Which means what? Oh she, that she, took she the would stand. understand she was a witness in her own trial essentially she like testified on her own behalf a lot of people don't do that because in america we enjoy the right to silence essentially like pleading the fifth basically means you cannot be forced to incriminate yourself so you can never be forced to take the stand in any like criminal proceeding that is against Mm -hmm. you um so many people lawyers always advise their clients against it like 100% of the time and many people choose not to so it's unusual that she did and
0: I personally think just to interject I personally think she did it on purpose because she wanted to a have some control and then b because she wanted sympathy and she is a she's very pretty has long blonde hair and like statistically those I mean women who um who go on trial for like raping their students they typically testify too because they're attractive and like if you get them on the stand like the jewelry blah 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 so I think Mm -hmm. that's why she did I think that was more of like a hey come on like see she's just such a sweet mom look at her she didn't mean to hurt anybody
1: yeah absolutely that's my theory. Um, but yeah, basically in her own defense, uh, she claimed that she was misled by her staff about the technology and that uh, her ex-romantic partner, Sunny Balwani, who was also facing trial, uh, held influence over her during their relationship, uh, which was still ongoing when the alleged criminal acts happened. So basically, she blamed it on him and she yeah, said yeah. that she wasn't being fully informed by her staff about What was the problems with the technology and everything um so yeah then on January 3rd 2022 uh is when we got the jury verdict which geez that's like just over a month ago so very recently
2: yeah I was like thinking I'm like Mm -hmm. (laughs) yeah
1: yeah um so Elizabeth Holmes was found guilty on four counts of defrauding investors three counts of wire fraud and one count of conspiracy to commit wire fraud uh there was there were several other counts that she was found like not guilty or no verdict on uh but and the government essentially agreed to dismiss them um but basically she is awaiting sentence uh while remaining at liberty so she's not in jail on five hundred thousand dollars bail um she faces a maximum sentence of 20 years in prison and a fine of two hundred fifty thousand dollars plus restitution for each count of wire fraud and for each conspiracy count, so basically the sentences likely to be served will be a maximum of 20 years. Mm-hmm. Um, Which means and her, she probably her,
0: won't. She definitely won't get 20 years.
1: No, she won't. Um, her sentencing is scheduled for September 26, 2022. So, like, hold on for that. I don't know why they set it for so far out. Usually, it's only the, like a few weeks. But the baby. I bet it's the baby. Probably, I mean, she really, has the, ner- yeah. He has the best attorneys. I'm sure she's very charismatic. I'm sure she figured out some way to like game the system so that yeah. she like at liberty for this time while she's awaiting sentence because she has the money to pay it essentially. Yeah. Um. So that's kind of, yeah, where we're left with with her case. So keep an eye on that for September of this year. It'll be interesting to see how much she gets. Like Mallory said, I agree. She's not going to get 20 years. No. I think she'll probably maybe get like eight to 10 and serve four or five.
0: Yeah. It would be my favorite. So, and she would probably go to like a white collar prison. Yeah. Are they, okay. Yeah. So it probably won't even be like a real like, I don't know if you guys remember the episode of The Office where the guy's like, yeah, we had gym time. We had a TV, it was bigger than this TV okay. type thing. So it's not gonna be that much of a punishment. Yeah. So you guys, where do you stand? Do you think she was a good she had she was a good person with good intentions and they turned bad? Or do you think she was like a fraud and she just got selfish and greedy? Where do you understand?
1: Um, I think she was a very young girl who had huge ambitions and got in way too deep and didn't have another way out. Mm. And got caught essentially. That's what I think happened. What do you
0: think,
2: Vic? Yeah, I think she had good intentions to start with and thought she could do it and realized she couldn't. And she's like, Well crap, I gotta make this up to my investors and I don't think she meant to do it at the beginning I'm not sure about towards the end but That's I definitely don't, mm-hmm. I don't think she meant to do it at the beginning yeah and I don't know how much of an influence
1: the guy had on her either
0: I know I know
1: that is such an interesting aspect of this story I think is that there was this kind of like this story kind of has it all it's got like crime romance crime, right. all of this stuff it's like crazy it's like a soap opera all all they need is murder knock on wood hopefully no one hopefully no one dies yeah yeah yeah
0: hopefully no one dies but that's yeah yeah Yeah, I'm I think I'm leaning more with you Vic like I do think it started so when I first like I said earlier when I first heard this show I'm like wow this woman's evil oh my god, I can't what there's barely any women CEOs and now she makes us all look bad evil 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 boo boo and then after hearing it more I really am starting to think that she had, she started off with good intentions. I think like you guys, I'll link some of the stuff I listened to. She really started off really wanting to help people. Like it sounded like something, um, cause you know, there's some people who like create business just to make money. For example, Facebook not saying that Facebook hasn't helped people, I guess, but like, let's be honest, you're not starting Facebook because you want to cure or like make people's lives better. Mm -hmm. As a matter of fact, they make people's lives worse. So like, I don't think it was, so I think she started off really with good intentions, but I do sometimes wonder if, um, because she lacked integrity because that's what happened she that's how she ended up where she was she realized even though she knew i know she knew that it wasn't working and i don't know if her motivation to keep going was because pure selfishness like i have to do this i don't care what anybody says, i have to be successful or if it was like ignorance and like okay it's not good now but i know it'll be better later we're gonna figure it out so let's just keep going i don't know which one it was i do think it started off good but i think it definitely it could have taken a turn and then the guy i'm so torn because everything i listened to they made it seem like he could not have possibly influenced her there's no way she's lying he was a pawn but that's how like that was the slant they put on because you know obviously everybody has a slant when they do these podcasts like you can probably obviously hear our slant but like, when I was presented with the facts that they were saying, I was just kind of, like, I mean, it's possible, like, when you think about, he's significantly older than her, he probably, he has more money than her, he knows, so the problem also, too, was, like, she had no experience in any of the things she was doing, she had no medical health experience, she had no real entrepreneur experience, I mean, she's always had that, like, I'll use myself. I don't have a real entrepreneur experience, but I did have a business, you know, since the fifth grade, but that's not, you know, that's not real. Um, and like, she, she's never had anything like a real entrepreneur experience. She had no medical experience. She had no engineering real experience. Like she could, she was smart, so she could figure things out, but she didn't really have any of these things. So if this man comes and has different ideas, has different experiences, then I can definitely see, him manipulating her I definitely think it's possible yeah
1: so there's the age gap too which that
0: age gap yeah just automatically
1: kind of puts one person in a position of power over the other especially when it's so large and like one of them is so much younger
0: yeah and I think also so about age gaps I think the biggest thing that especially people like I I don't like age gaps either even like I'm pro them like I guess but like sometimes I don't and my biggest thing is like what does a nineteen-year-old have in common with uh, he? Was, he would have been like thirty-eight. Like that's, that's you know didn't my start. question. But there they didn't two different start, faces right?
2: They didn't start at like nineteen when she was nineteen. He was thirty-eight. It was like later on.
0: No, it was right? like maybe it was maybe like twenty and thirty-nine. Oh, I didn't yeah, she, she, like she was very it young. I don't. Yeah, it was from, like at, at the beginning it was oh, like okay like yeah 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 so like that is just like what do they have in common I mean yeah sure maybe after 10 years of doing this together they probably yeah they'll definitely have things in common and I don't know if I'd want to marry someone I've worked with for 10 years that's like a lot of spending time with that person um but you know maybe they'll have more in com- but like at what is a 19 or I'll say 20 and a 39 year old have in common nothing, <laughs> nothing. yeah they don't they shouldn't even like the same music yeah they could but
1: there are completely different places in life which is why (laughs) i my brain always goes to well he wanted to date a hot young 19 year old you know (laughs) yeah yeah and she's pretty she's definitely pretty pretty. Mm
0: -hmm. um it's just she definitely has crazy eyes she definitely has like if you look at her
2: trust anyone with crazy eyes
0: never never as soon as you see the crazy eyes just trust your gut and she definitely has them but yeah yeah, so I guess also now what are the lessons that you guys have learned from this who wants to go
1: first I can go first I think um my big takeaway from this I was thinking about it today I was like oh what do I say for this there's so much (laughs) here, but I think really uh just always seek to live a truthful and authentic life. Mm -hmm. I think really make that a priority because you never want to get tied up in anything like this, whether it's intentional or not, just really always seek the truth, seek to be the best person that you can, like be passionate about what you're doing, but do it authentically. I think is my big takeaway.
2: For me, I would say it's like if you're ever investing into something or someone, you need to make sure it's real. Like make sure they show you how it's done and that it's actually a real investment and it's not anything fake. I know um, we're about we're gonna move like well, I guess when this airs, we we would have already moved. We moved in, like into like a rental home, and my dad's like, "Hey, you need to check to make sure." that the people who's claiming that this is a rental home, it's actually a rental home. And like they own it because a lot of people will kind of like go and figure out how to like pick the lock and be like, hey, I'm showing you my home. It's not actually their home. So I would say just like make sure like whenever you're about to do like a big purchase and like you're doing some business one-on-one and so on, make sure it's real and authentic.
0: That is really good. Uh, both of you guys hit on the nail of what i was going to say i was looking for a verse about what you said abby um and it is first timothy two verse two and it says for kings and all those who are in high positions that they may lead a peaceful and quiet life godly and dignified in every way in the niv it says live peace and quiet lives in all godliness and holiness. And that just reminds me like what you said, live your life in honesty. Like that's probably my, that's a huge takeaway for me, just integrity. Like um, if you're living your life peaceful, quiet in godliness and holiness, you don't have to worry about going to jail for fraud because you would do things that are if you just keep your integrity because that's what it came down to in humility like that's another thing too i think was maybe an issue um she probably just couldn't humble herself and say hey i messed up that was probably hard um which i get but if we're living if we're trusting god like abby said we're trusting god if we are believing or we're praying um then God will tell us what to do next. And if we need to take humble pie and say, hey, you know what, this has to stop. Or maybe our business needs a pivot because I'm sure she could have pivoted if she had thought more about it. Um, But yeah, so definitely the living life in all godliness and honor and holiness and um, making sure that you're doing business with like legit people. That's such a good point. I did not know that about renting, Victoria. That's a good tip well I didn't know it either
2: like especially renting like a house it's like you gotta make sure it's like they own the house because there's been a lot of fraud cases I did not know that
1: yeah it's crazy like I I read like especially in San Diego where I live like they're on Craigslist just posting stuff and they're trying to be like it's gonna go quick you gotta make a payment now like and basically the rule is don't ever buy or like you know agree to rent any property that you they like refuse to show you like you have to see it you have to know that they are the ones who own the property before you give them anything well and
2: even like even if they show you gotta make sure okay like this is actually the person or not instead of like some of them like picking like because a lot of people house. will like if a house is for sale pick like the lockbox and to oh, yeah. you... I'll yeah. be like, hey, this is my home. i gonna renting it to you. Mm-hmm. So, like, my dad told me, "It's like, hey, like, the person who tells you, like, okay, like, this is, like, their name. You can look up any property records online.
0: Wow. It's crazy how much we will wrap it up. But it's just crazy how much integrity our, our society does not have. Like, I just, I can't believe we've gotten to a point where we have to, like, look up the property records. Probably now that you're saying it in my head i'm like okay i'm gonna have to like find this person on facebook make sure the name of the face print off pictures i find on their linkedin and make sure okay is this you all right and then get what is your grandfather's last name i'm just looking here i'm not adding that in so i can hack into your facebook (laughs) what is your father (laughs) yeah like we just have to confirm that that's just so crazy. I can't believe we've come to that society where people are doing those type of scams. Yeah, Man, that's wild. Yeah. Nobody listening here better do any scam like that. Everybody, we're other girls and we don't do those. Always of be betting.
1: always be seeking authenticity.
0: <laughs> yes, yes. Live a life in godliness and honor. Um, thank you everyone for listening. I hope you guys learned a little bit um, more about the Elizabeth Holmes case. We um, will link all the podcasts and the documentary and if you guys write anything else, any articles or things like that, we will link that um, in the description. Um, I really hope that this was an episode you enjoyed and that you will share with your friends. I think this is a perfect episode of explaining um, when do you stop? when When is there a time where you cannot continue doing what you were doing. Your dream might need to be on pause. So tell us, I'll do a poll on Spotify. Tell us if you think that Elizabeth Holmes was just girl bossing too close to the sun, she was really a good person or if she actually was this evil woman who um was taking advantage of people and she just wanted to be rich. Tell us which one um you think it is on Spotify and also come over to her Instagram page and let us know. Uh, If you enjoyed it, like I said, rate, review, subscribe, tell all your friends. Um, If you liked what you heard, you're like, you know what, I think these girls are great. Let me donate to them. There will be a link for donation as well. You know, we won't fraud you. We can show you our products. As a matter of fact, you are listening to our product. Um, Also head over to our merch site. We have some really cute clothes, um, t-shirts, stickers, and that's about it. So teachers and stickers, if you're interested. Oh, I think we have a mug up there too. Um, I'm trying to think anything else. Um, bye from our sponsors, and I think that's it. Yeah, everybody for have a me back. Yes. Thank you for coming on. Excited for whatever we're going to talk about next month. And
1: we have a <laughs> um, good idea.
0: <laughs> yes. Yes. All right. Bye, everybody. Bye. Bye, guys.